Hello, I am Mary Ellen Harn, and welcome to Banking Payments and Wealth Spotlight, a podcast from Capgemini Financial Services that looks at the latest trends through the lens of some of its leading experts. On this podcast, we take a deep dive into various trends and topics concerning data and the insights that we can derive from data. Without doubt, we are in unusual times, but unusual times do present opportunities. And we at Capgemini thought we would explore what this exactly means. How do unusual, unprecedented times affect insights and data across financial services? What can we learn from this? And what do we think the new normal will be? Joining me today is Ramana Bandaru, who is Managing Director and Global Head of Capgemini's Insights and Data Global Business Line. Ramana, welcome and thanks for being our first guest in this podcast series. Can you share a bit about yourself and what you do at Capgemini? Uh, thank you, Mary. Like, you know, I, I'm, like you mentioned, I run the practice called us Insights and Data for Financial Services. And let me give you a quick overview of what Insights and Data is all about. We take the data landscape of a financial services institute and make it more efficient, make it modern by moving it to cloud and other transformations required, and make it the enabler which drives the business decisions by providing better insights which lead into top line and bottom line growth. Thank you, Ramana. And and let's just jump right into the podcast here. Um, Within the FS space and amid these uncertain times, how are firms adapting to new ways of working, specifically when it comes to data? To, to your point, this pandemic or the situation we are going through has presented multiple opportunities for the organizations to leverage their data in a very smart way. The first thing which everybody uh, tackled is the data security and privacy. In this age where we have opened up the remote working, and distance working kind of facilities, the first thing to protect was the information privacy and insecurity. So there were several opportunities which presented for understanding the landscape and how to secure this while efficiently working remotely. The second thing is like the data is a valuable commodity when leveraged in a proper way. It provided insights of the customers. It provided insights about the employees kind of give forecasts of what's next kind of a thing and up in managing either the supply chain or the operations and many other things within a financial services institute. So this presented not only an opportunity to become efficient, but also to accelerate some of the digital journeys which our customers have taken upon and also presented a greater partnership opportunities for Capgemini with our customers. So really data has, be- has taken on a bigger role than ever before in a situation like this. If you want to use something better than a cue ball to predict what the future is, there's nothing better than the data, which you already have. Yeah, I I can definitely see that. Um, You know, there's also the issue of, are are we seeing wider adoption or consumption of technologies that in the past maybe taking longer to embed or weren't as widely adopted as before the pandemic started? I think there is a realization of uh, the digital technologies even before the pandemic started. But the the advantage of those technologies of how they impact the business and the timeline of the impact uh, was a little bit skewed. Like the, the journeys were a little bit elongated and the, the ROI was forecasted more from 
12 months, 18 months, even sometimes 36 months from now kind of a thing. But the opportunity at hand, our diabetes kind of accelerated those journeys, like the enablement, like access and understanding the the future, the prediction of the business models, making things more efficient so that the customers can leverage them kind of accelerated those journeys and made a lot of things which were slightly on the back burners more here and now. So I wouldn't say that people have massively shifted the journeys. I think people have massively accelerated the journeys with some new additional concepts, right? Like, for example, if you take the mortgage default application processing and things like that, that's a new opportunity which fortunately for us did not exist in the past. What has happened is to leverage the technology like chatbots and other avenues uh, to pro- to cater to this new need uh, in a very rapid fashion. So it kind of presented a return of investment in a flash, right? Instead of waiting for like 12 months, 18 months to realize a return of investment on these new digital technologies, there was a flash realization of the ROI. And then the acceptance has improved the adoption rate obviously has gone tremendously up. So would you say, though, that clients are taking different approaches with their data and AI programs? Um, you know, there's definitely a change with the, the pandemic, but are they sort of t- approaching it differently? So it, 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 yes and no, right? So while the purposes are same, obviously, depending on the geographical diversity, some of the adoptions and some of the leverage points are slightly different. Also, the maturity of the firm also differs. But I feel right now, the way we are looking at the market, the target zone is the same for everybody. More digital, more touchless processing of uh, uh, any uh, any new claims and other things. So these kind of targets are common. The maturity is deciding the curve at which they take this journey. But definitely, these journeys have been accelerated. You mentioned you mentioned also ROI. Um, are our clients looking at it sort of differently in terms of long term versus short term perspectives? Um, can you share a little bit about what's happening there? There's a little bit of a blur between long term and short term, right? So let's look at what is happening in the current situation. Every financial institution has to make their landscape more resilient, more efficient in terms of giving access as well as making sure that the scale happens, right? Obviously, the number of customers which they reach out, uh, et cetera, has exponentially grown. So their environments have to be resilient and they need to be able to cater to these new volumes of interactions. Whether it is a new regulation which uh, allows a customer to interact with a bank or an insurance firm, Uh, like the Paycheck Protection Act and Small Business Loans Act and other things, or whether it is just a a, a hardship, like postponing payments and things like that, cost increase in the volume. So the financial institutions have to make sure their environments are resilient and scale up to this. So that's presented one short-term opportunity which could get elongated forever. The second one is, like, how do we cater to some of these new challenges at hand, right? Like, to, to my point, some of the new regulations, new opportunities, as well as, like, you know, how do we serve our clients better to understand their financial situation and provide the concierge service 
so that we the customer loyalty is retained right this is a this is a bad situation but also presents an opportunity to get closer to the client so that part actually increasing the top line while preserving the bottom line also has been accelerated the third one is we will see as we are already there is some evidence there will be an increase in fraud so the protecting the not only the data privacy but preventing the fraud so that the bottom line is preserved and protected is also more important so these three aspects were always the long term ambition for majority of the financial services institutions but it has given a a new perspective of how do we get to the market faster enough that we not only support our long term journey but to cater to the opportunity and hardship at hand okay so th- so there are some opportunities uh, and there are some unintended benefits for clients on the upside of the situation um, can you talk a little bit about some of these like opportunities that you've seen and unintended benefits in addition to what you just shared so unintended benefit is understanding your customer better right like you know right now every customer has a little bit of a uniqueness while we can categorize the hardship they are going through that segmentate the micro segmentation or the segmentation of one has a tremendous amount of benefit for creating a loyalty preventing the customer churn and to cater to the short term and long term needs of that particular customer so when all the financial institutions have been moving away from an account centric model to a customer centric model and this has presented a tremendous opportunity of realizing the return on investment of what has already been invested also accelerate the journeys they are they were planning on going through so a couple of other examples is prevention of fraud so how do we accelerate the journeys on the fraud is also a short term benefit and a long term benefit so these kind of things which were having their own pace of journeys have been accelerated showing that these programs actually are have a better return on investment than originally conceived another thing is the environment modernization the cloud journeys the creating the resilience in scale up those things have been accelerated in many places taking the innovation out about some of the reservations they had so opening up the doors for better innovation better digital processing and what i call as the touchless uh, processing of the customer uh, interaction so these are the unintended benefits which we have received as a consequence of the recent pandemic so just building off that first comment that you had your first part of the response where you were talking about sort of learning more about the customer and the customer journey and the customer data is this really a step or sort of a a little bit of a leap into more of the hyper personalization of of customer experience that we've been hearing a lot about the hyper personalization existed uh, to my point like you know see the what we took as a leap is the implementation the the concept existed but the the pace at which it got implemented the pace at which the consequences uh, have been understood that took, that definitely took a leap yeah that it's really interesting and then so we we have some unintended benefits but it has it also the situation highlighted some challenges it did right it did it, it did highlight challenges of how intimate a particular financial institution was with this with, with its customers it also made sure the customer understands the importance of partnering with the financial services institution this 
this episode we are going through has definitely made the communication a two-way process. It was more, in the, in the past, it was either the customer was more engaging the institution or the institution was more engaging the customer. But truly, this situation has created a two-way situation where both are talking to each other to understand what the next step is. And also, that that particular thing is true even from an institutional point of view, like a small business or a large cap business and an individual customer, actually. So we've been in this now, and, and it continues. We have the benefits, the challenges of it. It's been going on for weeks, if not if actually months now. How do you see the whole FS industry coming out of this? So the, there are multiple steps which the FS industry will take into this, right? First, we need to understand that this is not a financial crisis. Yes, there is going to be the impact on the financial services market space uh, because of the economic hardships, the recession, which we will go through and so on and so forth. Uh, one good thing is the financial services was not on the on the first wave, in, unlike the past uh, incidents. So hence, it is more resilient than before. At the same time, watching out what's next for them and how to cater to the customers in this situation. The financial services will first strengthen their response to the existing situation. To my point, how do we make our environment resilient? How do we take our customers better? And how do you prevent fraud and other activities? Then they start talking about what is that we need to do to preserve our balance sheets and other things while keeping our employees safe. Because at some point of time, back to work will start happening. As we can clearly see, it's beginning to thaw a little bit and there are plans being put in place and stuff like that. So the employee safety, monitoring the employees, uh, and making sure that environment they come back to is safe enough is also going to take a forefront. So to that point, even Capgemini has released a series of interesting offerings of how to monitor the facilities, how to make sure that the employees are keeping social distance and so on and so forth, right? Then the financial services also provides a opportunity as well as a saving safeguard the bottom line of how this whole pandemic will pan out, whether the recovery is going to be, there are multiple uh, ways the recovery could happen. Like, you know, there have been talks about the V-shaped recovery, the U-shaped recovery, but the most likely recovery, according to IMF and other experts, is what we're calling as a Nike swish uh, of a way of recovering. How long that is going to be is yet to be seen, but financial services will play a very important role in that recovery process by catering to the businesses' loans, by also trying to work with the local governments on how some of the benefits to be distributed, as well as coming up with new ventures and new products, which will strengthen the balance sheets of their customers in this time of need. I think the key word there is strengthen and sort of how to be resilient in this situation and look for opportunities and, and also identify challenges that we can address and, and, and tackle in these unusual times. Well, this wraps up our podcast for today. Thank you for joining me, Ramana, and sharing your insights. It's truly interesting as to how you can sort of enforce that resiliency and also learn from this experience. To our listeners, if you found this episode interesting, please subscribe to Capgemini's Banking, Payments, and Wealth Spotlight podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
For more data-related insights, please subscribe to our Insurance Insights podcast. We'll be back with a new podcast soon. And in the meantime, please connect with us on LinkedIn and Twitter and visit capgemini.com to learn more about our approach to insights and data for the financial services industry. This podcast has been brought to you by Capgemini Financial Services. Thanks for listening.